extra, extra, hear all about it. Extra, extra, hear all about it. This is an extra, of course, edition of Purple Mafia. I've had a few of them in the past. No laughing matter, though. In any way, I'm, you can definitely probably tell the somberness in my voice. And also, I'm trying to keep it down a bit because my wife is sleeping, so I better be very careful. <laughs> this is obviously going to be a fairly short episode, for, um, but obviously I had to get behind the mic right now to uh, talk about this. I'm certainly not reporting anything. Everybody knows what happened, at least those of you that have been Viking fans the past, uh, well, <laughs> shocks you. You'd only have to be a Viking fan the past week to know what happened, pretty much, for the most part. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater sustained a terrible injury, a freak uh, freak injury, dropping back to pass in practice just uh, yesterday, Tuesday, August the 30th. Um, and, of course, it is a complete tear of the ACL and, of course, other scary issues where <laughs> it's a dislocated knee and possibilities of... I mean, my goodness, I mean, the interest, the most fascinating part about it in a, in a, it's just, is the trainers literally may have saved the guy's leg because it was such a, it was, it was a, the type of injury where if it was not treated immediately, at least, you know, received the proper attention immediately, his leg may not have survived, much less his just being able to play again, may play football again, his leg may not have been able to survive. Uh, or much less be able to play again in the next year or two, that type of thing. So, of course, ACLs typically six months, six to nine months, but this one looks more of a nine to 12, and it could be even longer. Repercussions of injuries like this, you just never know. I mean, Al Jefferson had one, I remember, uh, not that long ago. Well, I was actually, it has been a while now, about, gosh, what year, 2008, his second year with the Timberwolves. He was coming down for a rebound, kind of a freak landing, and there there he went, and he was out for the, the rest of that season, came back the next year, wasn't quite the same, this and that, and then got a little better, but really never became like a franchise type of player, but then again, was he supposed to be? Um, but, you know, I mean, there's so many comparisons. Adrian Peterson had a pretty, looked like a pretty bad one, but then again, came right back the next year and almost set an NFL record, missed it by single-digit yards, just an unbelievable uh, effort by him. You could just go on and on for forever. The list of players, uh, Sam Bradford dropped back to pass, out, just like that. I mean, uh, that was last season with the Philadelphia Eagles. Just boom, down to the ground, just like that. That was it for him. Carson Palmer was uh, just kind of planting, and he was probably an awkward plant, got sacked, and he had his second ACL situation uh, about a year and a half ago with the Arizona Cardinals. That, of course, proved uh, devastating for that season. They had a great record, but then ended up... Um, uh, they ended up losing to the Carolina Panthers, who were an underdog at the time. This was, of course, when the Panthers were 7-9. and nine. The poor Arizona Cardinals had just a third-string quarterback in there who could barely complete a pass. It was basically just hut, handoff, hut, handoff. And are the Vikings in that situation now? Quite possibly. Um, and and it's, a, it's a big doggone shame, to be quite honest. So, again, forgive me if it's a little bit kind of, if it sounds a little bit weird and such. Again, trying to keep my voice down. I don't want my wife to hear me, so that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange situation, um, and I'm doing the best I can here, and i got to get behind the mic here. I mean, I'm the CEO of Purple Mafia. You want to hear what I have to say? I've been doing this show for eight years. This is my ninth season covering it. This is not about me in any way, just saying I would, I'm guessing you guys would really like a show at this point in time. So this is an extra edition. There have been quite a few extra editions over the years, the Childress firing, the Josh Freeman signing, the Randy Moss uh, acquisition, the uh, the Randy Moss uh, uh, cut, this and that, Brett Favre acquisition. It just goes on and on and on and on. So, um, again, sorry for kind of going on that, but uh, 
This is a, a, a very sad edition of uh, Extra Extra for the Vikings uh, at this point for Purple Mafia. I, you know, I, T- Teddy Bridgewater, if you listen to this show, you know I love just love the guy. I mean, I just love him. And I, I know he's not a franchise quarterback at this point, but you saw the sharpness, you saw the signs, you heard my optimism in the recent show of Purple Mafia. I mean, I, I just went on and on and on about it, and I'm deeply saddened by this in a big way. I mean, it just sitting down at work at the time and just getting notifications, I mean, and jumping on it right away, just knowing what's going on, trying to keep you up to date on the Facebook pages as best I can. Of course, I'm not necessarily somebody who delivers news. I'm more of somebody who passes it on and then gives you, the listeners, a chance to comment on it and conversate with myself and the rest of you. And, of course, there will be a fan interaction segment. Believe it or not, this is going to be a two-segment show just because it's going to have to be. You're going to hear from Brent Jacobson, who's a Purple Mafia Hall of Famer for the last, gosh, six, seven years. Just got to love him. You'll hear from him at the beginning of the fan interaction segment all about Teddy Bridgewater. And, of course, we'll talk briefly about the cuts. Might as well just throw that in there just to keep caught up with the Facebook page. But um, the type of injury, though, the dislocation, that could have cost the guy's leg, though. I mean, think about it. If this was the 60s, he might have lost his leg. If this was, of course, any time before that, Teddy Bridgewater not only would never play football again, but he may not even have the bottom half of his leg that, that is just insane when you think about that. I mean, just uh, the most bizarre, insane, scary injury you could imagine. And the players were throwing their helmets, dropping F-bombs, cursing, and, and just so sad and disappointed. It's just one of those type of things you just can't believe it. So now the Vikings are in a situation where Sean Hill's the starter at the moment. Uh, do the Vikings pursue Mark Sanchez? That's a possibility out there. I personally would have liked uh, Zach Mettenberger. I talked about him extensively. Uh, at least bring him in as a backup to Sean Hill. If Sean Hill can't really do anything, give Zach Mettenberger a shot. Why not? I've always liked him. Big arm. Uh, he also had an ACL injury in college, dropping back to pass. So it's kind of like, well, there you go again. That type of thing. That's the only fear there, of course. Well, one of others, of course, character issues. And maybe he's not as good as we thought. Uh, he was the what they call the fourth stringer on the Chargers, which is never a good thing. He ended up, got, he ended up getting caught and wind up with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So that kind of is what it is. And then um, then you have the Mark Sanchez conversation, which I believe I already mentioned, as mediocre as it gets, and in fact, flat bad. You'll hear that from multiple people. Sebastian doesn't like him. Uh, Tony Coleman, not that excited about the idea, but at the same time, maybe possibility. We'll get that out in the Facebook page. Sorry about that. Uh, Nick Foles, of course, would have been nice if he was on the roster, but he's not. And then Taylor Heineke was a decent quarterback, and we didn't even get to see him play in a preseason game, and that really sucks, so... He's out with that broken leg because he had kicked in a door uh, trying to move uh, his friend. Great. <laughs> so, what do you go? Uh, where do you go now? Uh, Colin Kaepernick continuing to be a possibility, but then again, huge salary, the attitude, the publicity. I don't know if we need all that right now. I, I just don't know. Regardless if you agree with his stance or this or that or not, I mean, I'm not going to comment at this stage. <laughs> just not necessary, and especially why do we got to make it about that on a show like this with poor Teddy, you know, the injury and such. Um, but um, <clears throat> it, it, it's, a, it's a massive frustration. Uh, you got Kyle Petty out there as a possibility. I don't, don't know a whole lot even about him at this stage, to be quite honest. You got Mike Glennon, who a lot of people do like. He might be available from Tampa Bay. He's kind of stuck in the, in the, in the number two zone behind... <laughs> <laughs> behind Jameson out there in Tampa, so that's just kind of how it goes there. Um, so, uh, 
I guess for the moment it's uh, Sean Hill. We'll talk about that some more. More of just a pouring out of emotion and your guys' chances to do the same. I'm going to kind of say my little piece right now. And uh, it's just, it's been so many years with this team, you know. And, and I was talking about this in a kind of text message with Sebastian and such. This this team has been through so much, you know. Obviously the missed kick. I mean, you have Bud Grant who went through so much those four Super Bowls and you never got one and you had the Drew Pearson put shot before the Vikings made it to the Super Bowl and arguably the greatest team in history, 75. The Gary Anderson missed field goal in a 15-1 and season and it wasn't just Gary Anderson. You had Robert Smith stepping out of bounds. You had other bullcrap things happen. You had Randall Cunningham fumbling. Of course, 41 donut on a very promising season in New York. The Vikings season was derailed. 41 donut in 2000, 2009. Everything was going okay. And then, um, of course, Adrian's fumble against Chicago cost the Vikings home field advantage. That didn't help. And then, of course, several fumbles in that game, including the devastating one at the goal line and such. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, it, it could go on forever. Um, we've been through so much. And the fact that Bud Grant is <laughs> almost 90 years old now, uh, we've been through so much for so long. And for this to be added, it's just unbelievable. And uh, I was saying that... When this team does win the Super Bowl, just just imagine the outpouring of emotion it's going to be. I mean, you know, there, there's going to be more tears. I mean, there there will be purple rain coming out of our eyes when the Vikings win the Super Bowl one day, because we've been through so much. And unfortunately, this is added to the list. Um, the positive news for this team is the defense is still phenomenal. Uh, they're all available. Hopefully, Hendricks is. It sounds like he was one of the guys that threw his helmet. The poor guy. He was. You know, he saw what took place. I mean, you're seeing, you're looking at a young man that everybody loves, and his leg just bending in it, just the most devastating position. Luckily, I didn't see it, but from the description, you you just can't believe what you're looking at. I I, I mean, your your heart just aches for him. And um, the good news is, it sounds like Teddy's coming back for a full recovery at some point because again, no art arterial damage, no uh. uh nerve damage that's huge so the oxygen and the blood flow extremely important for the recovery for teddy bridgewater in this situation so praise god praise the lord for that thank you very much and uh, i will express my <laughs> my uh, faith on that one so wink wink on that um with with uh yeah with with enthusiasm there um Oh, I'm almost in tears, though. Just, you know, the whole thing is so sad. Um, but thank God for the wonderful defense, the best running back in football, great coaching staff. Still a chance that this team can do something. And obviously, Teddy Bridgewater had the least pass attempts last year. So it's just the sadness is he was getting better. And we all know he was getting better. And uh, you just hope and pray the young man can come back like Adrian did. Wink, wink. Uh, it's going to be a long road, though. But luckily... This guy has the right head on his shoulders. So, again, thank God for that in a big, 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 big way. So, there it is. Hope for the best. Pray for the best. Thank you, Lord, that the, <laughs> the pain will subside for this young man and that he will be able to come back and regain that strength again. With that, I will take a quick break, and we will you will, you will hear the voice of Brent Jacobson, and we'll jump into fan interaction right after this.
Yeah, messages for Joey and Purple Mafia. If today's news on Cliff Parker is what we think it is, involving Teddy, oh shit! It's an awesome say, man. Oh shit! If Teddy's out for the season with an ACL, God forbid. I'm praying, hoping. Wishing it's something else, but we'll see. We have to the game Sunday. I think and defense looks pretty good. Offense looks pretty good. Let's play. See what happens. Now, shit. We may have to run with frickin' Sean frickin' Hill. Fudge. God, I'm hoping it's not an ACL for Teddy. Please don't want to be an ACL for Teddy. Anyways, Skull Vikings, get all your joy. Keep good work. Bye. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. On to the uh, fan interaction segment. Time to hear what you guys have to say about Teddy and some other stuff, I guess. Um, I'm going to give a quick shout-out, though, to uh, Minnesota Vikings Haven, or MN Vikings Haven on Facebook. Really appreciate... Uh, Trevor Wickeren, really great guy. Uh, he's created that, and the Flips Army page is also on Facebook for Timberwolves. I plug that on there. Uh, he's nice enough to let me post Purple Mafia on there. I kept forgetting to plug the page, even though I like to go there. So I was honest and didn't put the the show on the last couple <laughs> last couple times I recorded because I forgot to plug uh, the page. I didn't think that would be fair for me to do that. Um, so definitely do check out MN Vikings Haven. Uh, wonderful page. So thank you very much. Trevor for that. Um, we'll continue off where we left from the last episode of Pro Mafia just to keep things going and then you'll very quickly jump into current news, the cuts first and then into Teddy. Um, actually kind of at the same, it all kind of happened about the same time, kind of crazy. Of course, very notable cut that we know about. <clears throat> but uh, Leland out of uh, Iowa says, good stuff, thanks uh, thanks, good sir and you're welcome, good sir Leland, thank you very much uh, to get the Purple Mafia page, it's facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show and of course for Twitter, it is at Purple Mafia show and to call into the phone lines it is 209-736-7877 209-736-7877 it is a voicemail do treat it as such, mention you're calling in for Purple Mafia and talk away like Brent Jacobson did, very simple and again, it was a wonderful call by Brent um and unfortunately, when you hear no contact and all that, and somebody just felt keeling over, you just know it's an ACL, unfortunately. Um, yep, and I, I think Brent knew, too. It's just one of those things. You Just praying to God that's not what it was. Uh, some people even thought it might be a broken leg when they talked about the dislocation type of talk and the, the, the flopping around. And the second I heard flopping around, it's like, either way, he's up for the freaking season no matter what. But um, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Uh, so let's continue quickly here. <laughs> it's kind of late at night anyway. I almost never record at night. So luckily this is going okay. I haven't gotten screamed at yet. Thank God. <laughs> so Mark Rosen was the first to, well, he actually, uh, it was actually Matt Vensel, Vensel, at Matt Vensel. I'll give him a plug because he pushed the, he, he got this story going. Uh, I posted this on the Facebook page, though, by the way. Uh, he says, Teddy Bridgewater just went down with an apparent injury and looks Serious. Yep. And in practice. And when a practice ends, something really creepy, really bad just took place. Uh, several comments on there. Sebastian saying ambulance took away, took him away. We're bleeped. Sebastian saying, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. 
Uh, time to call the Jets and ask about Geno Smith. And, yep, that's another possible option. <laughs> Here he is. Uh, Felix Depel out of Germany says, and by the way, Brent is from Lakeville. Uh, Felix says, oh, great. Uh, Yankee says, but fumble time. And, uh, Yankees from St. Paul. Mark Carlson out of Iowa says, crap. And Brent wraps it up with, I heard Mike Glennon's name mentioned. He may be a good fit. And, yes, um, I think Mike Glennon is one of the better uh, possibilities out there uh, to the next uh, thread. I posted that, uh, <clears throat> what the heck is this? Oh, yeah, it wasn't just a knee injury for the quarterback. Yeah, that there's a lot of, yeah, it was kind of the extension of the injury was starting to kind of slowly come out. Uh, comment from Tanay says, Tiap Tanay out of New Zealand. He says, awful news. We'll keep Teddy in my prayers. I wish him a speedy recovery. Seems like a great guy. I'm sure he'll get through this. Yes, and I also should mention both Tanay and Vince Germano are so kind to retweet the show when I post it on uh, Twitter. So thank you guys so much, and God bless you. Uh, he posts a... Uh, shoot, I wish I could see this. Yes, Team Stream was saying, yep, Teddy Bridgewater suffers complete ACL structure damage. Yep, 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 yep. Hmm. Yeah. And, yep. That's what happened. Uh, but but expected to make a. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The structural damage is the cryptic part. Is it is it MCL as well? Like like Rubio and, and Adrian and Dante and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I I hope not. <laughs> structural damage, cryptic at this stage. Maybe the bone was damaged a little bit. I have no idea. Doggone it. Or um um, um what what's what's the other thing? Uh, meniscus. That's the other thing we hear about all the time. But expected to make full recovery. Yes. So. That's the positive part out of all the whole thing. He's expected to make a full recovery, and Tanay, of course, doesn't sound good, unfortunately. He says, and no, right away, when you hear a guy go down without contact, it's an ACL almost 99% of the time. Um, we watched Chad Allen do that with the Twins years ago, going after a fly ball in right field. You know, there was no contact. He's just going after the ball. All of a sudden, his knee gives, and down he goes. Boom. You know, it, it, it sucks, man. It sucks, and you feel for him. Um... I make a comment about that I would have liked Zach Mettenberger, give him a shot, blah, blah, blah. What do you have to lose at this point? Sean Hill isn't going to take us anywhere but higher in the draft. And you got to note, if you don't like what I said there, um, <laughs> I was in a pretty bad mood at the moment. So uh, <clears throat> Bruno Stoke says, same class, uh, same draft as as Teddy. We should give him a shot. I agree. Thank you, Bruno. And I appreciate that quite a bit, actually. Ah, uh, shoot. I wanted to see where he's from just for curiosity. I believe I've seen his name a couple times before. It's taking forever to load. I hate that. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, yeah, that's not what I wanted to do. I'll come back to him in a second. Oh, no. We lost everything. Woo! <laughs> uh, ain't that just how it goes, though? Ain't that exactly how it goes? Ah, uh, he doesn't list. He doesn't list it, so that's one of those things. Some people don't really list it. Uh, Brett McCarthy says, Speechless, was so pumped for the season. Skull Vikings. Mark Carlson says, Hill is not what I want, so anyone else please. And Felix says, Funny how fast my comment on Mettenberger and your answer would come to life. Well, not funny because of a sad face. Very much so. Very much so. Brett McCarthy's out of South Dakota, by the way. If, and if you guys don't like me mentioning where you're from, let me know. I'm not going to give your address out. I don't have it either, so don't worry about that. Just saying a state or a city, so don't worry too much. I was saying no surprise from what's been described. It was an ACL for Teddy, and this is where we get a lot of comments from you out there. Uh, wow, that's going to go back here. This, of course, is your opportunity to comment, and that's why I, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to come on. You're glad you guys have airtime. 
um, rather than have it flooded over with the regular season and such. So uh, in case I'm unable to get a season preview out. Uh, Justin Mayers Henry out of Colorado says, I just hope the kid can have a career after this. That's a horrible injury for the type of player he is. Yep, his mobility. Uh, I feel so bad for Teddy right now. I'll be in the Twin Cities this weekend. I was ex- an expecting an exciting time. It's going to be a somber mood now, I think. Skull, let's kick ass for Teddy this season. Yes, sir. Uh, he says, I've been down in the dumps since I heard he got hurt. Vikings football is like family to me. Tony from South Dakota. Tony Coleman says not just an ACL, but a dislocated knee as well. One report said it looked like his leg snapped and people were vomiting at the sight of it. So aside from one of our favorite people being seriously hurt, who do you think we go with, Joey? Is it Sean Hill or do we look with someone else? It's Sean Hill for now, Tony. Um, I was hoping for Zach Mettenberger, but uh, don't be surprised to hear about uh, Mike Glennon or, um, um, you know, even Sam Bradford is a possibility, but watch out for that ACL too. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm being quite serious. (laughs) Uh, He keeled over just like that. Um, uh, It's all kind of a wait and see, uh, Mark Sanchez. I know a lot of us aren't too excited, but don't be surprised again. Um, Cedric Paulding says prayers for Teddy. Cedric is out of Mississippi. Uh, Prayers for Teddy and hopefully a speedy recovery. Joey (laughs) Awajan, that's me of course, do we roll with Sean Hill or could we possibly look for a trade for someone like Mike Lennon in Tampa? And yes, uh, I think that's possible. I think that's possible. I would be happy with him, but I also would like to give Mattenberger a shot. Uh, And Cedric Paulding says, please tell me we aren't serious about Mark Sanchez. And I kind of hope not. I, I don't like him either. Um... Oh, I saw Dave Hickey in there. Doggone it. I hate when that happens. It gets kind of all... Where'd he go? Where did he go? Dave Hickey is in there. And Mike Dave Hickey says, Mike Lennon would be the only notable player I see worth rolling the dice on. Yep, and he's pretty good. I mean, I I agree about the, the Glennon part there. Uh, <clears throat> Mark Carlson says, I am devastated. Dave Hickey says, I would like to wish Teddy a speedy and healthy recovery just to see all the wonderful tweets shows you what a class act Teddy was was and is uh, and how respected he, he is uh, and I also think this is the absolute worst news for Viking Nation. Sean Hill will never make it through the 16 game schedule uh, 16 games. We'll be lucky to get four out of him and you know that's probably true <laughs> the guy, I don't know. He says all the possible replacements, uh, they are talking about Sanchez, Mr. Turnover, McCown, which is ancient. Yeah McCown, Josh McCown, you know, from the whole famous Paul Allen call where McCown heaved it into the end zone and beat, knocked the Vikings out of the playoffs in Arizona 2003. That's a long time ago. I can't believe that. Um, where the hell am I? Where the heck am I? Geno Smith, hell no. T-Jack, unbelievable. He's getting matched. Think about it. And Christian Ponder's even a possibility. Would rather roll with Joe Stave until that idiot Taylor Heineke gets back than mortgage the future for draft picks for another average guy. This just sucks. The sky was the limit for this team yesterday. Now the sky is falling today. We have a lot of great players on this team and a great coaching staff, but Teddy was driven, driving the bus. It's not AP's team anymore. I'm so depressed about this team now. Anyways, God bless Teddy, and your health is the most important thing now. Get well soon. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, we got to do our best to not be down, but I don't blame you at all. And I don't like some of the condescending uh, approach that some of the media types out there talking about the sun came up today and, and such on Twitter, people like that. You know, I know the sun came up, but don't get mad at Viking fans for being just a little bit down. We, we've been through enough, okay? So don't get too condescending. We, we get it, okay? We get the sun came up. It did. Nobody died, thank God. 
And yes, the season will continue, and Mike Zimmer's a pretty tough SOB about it, too. Uh, Hickey, Dave Hickey continues saying, Disappointment all around. May God bless Teddy for this uh, in the future. Leland says, and Dave is from Iowa, by the way. Uh, Leland says, I haven't heard the timeline yet for recovery, and it is 9 to nine to 12 months, and it could be longer, I was telling him. I just hope the best for Teddy as far as feeling this team is a... As, what was he saying? Uh, as far as back, feel, feeling this team is a well-oiled machine, Zimmerman has made sure of that. So we shall see if a pick-up quarterback is an option. Kaepernick would be a good fit if he's cut. Great for deep threats, and he does have a good arm, and that's what this team needs. If he can learn how to stand, yeah, yep. Keeping the enthusiasm up for the season is a little tough, a little rough right now. Skull Vikes, I, I agree, and he says, yep, <laughs> autocorrecting something. Ali, Ali Sidikai says, I hate how cursed we always are, yep. And Gerald String pretty recently here. That's good that he got this in out of Newton, Nebraska. Um, Ali is local here. Uh, Gerald says, there is just a tiny little bit of bright spot to me, I guess. Teddy just needs to get healed up here and has a great shot to be first quarterback to lead the team to a Super Bowl victory at home next year. And I'm still hoping and praying for that. That would be the most unbelievable story. And remember how I was saying that the most, usually when a curse ends, it's the most unbelievable story. Maybe this is part of it. Maybe this is, maybe this is part of it. It would be the biggest story ever. Um, but yeah, he would lead it at home this year. Seems like a long time away, but it will go fast. Still for 2016, just very disappointing, but we still got the best coach in the NFL. Wow. And I believe Sam will find a way to keep this team moving ahead. Uh, he says, I'm in the minority, but I'm I'm in the minority, I'm sure, but hoping they bring in Sanchez. Yes, he has some fumbling issues that need cleaned up, but yeah. <laughs> but I think he can make the key throws when necessary. He's also got a pretty upset Denver uh Got to be pretty upset. Denver left him on the bench the entire game last week. He's got really good, uh, really good work ethic, which fits our systems here. Solid veteran experience. Yep, that's the main thing for me. Uh, a huge chip on his shoulder to have a chance to go out and try to make something happen and prove himself. I know this isn't comparing apples to apples, but I still think back to '98 when Johnson went down, pulled Cunningham off the bricklaying duties, and worked out pretty good. Mostly because no one could ever, uh, no one could cover Moss, I suppose, but still don't think we could have pulled that off without Randall. And yes, he was just perfect at sailing that ball to Randy Moss. Now, the Vikings probably would have still had an incredible success rate that season. You could kind of see it coming, but Cunningham was like the perfect combination for that time and place. I, I agree with you, Gerald. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun indeed. Where the heck am I? Um, I was talking about and there's the ACL, so that part was wrapped up. As for the cuts, you have John Sullivan, Exum, and Crichton are the notable cuts. The rest of the players were pretty much kind of the training camp inventory type that you don't hear about much, but John Sullivan will no longer be the center of the Vikings. It is Joe Berger. Joe Berger, uh, he has won the starting job. He's 34 already, but offensive linemen can play till 40 sometimes. Sullivan, the back issues and such, probably more the issue than anything else. They're saying how he's uh, not afraid to not afraid. He's, he's kind of more of an outspoken type of guy. He's not afraid to uh, speak his mind. You know what? If they cut him for that, whatever. I, I truly doubt Sullivan is that big of a problem. Uh, Dante Exum, gone. Exum is gone. Uh, and Crichton was a pretty solid player, too, I thought, defensive. And he is gone. And that's it. Um, comments, a couple of them. Smart Carlson says, Sullivan. 
Yeah, uh, Dave Hickey says, that's a huge surprise. It must be a money-saving ploy. And yes, it is $6 million. Exxon was injured, so I had seen, so I've seen this coming. Has Mobile been caught yet? And no, he has not. Uh, he hasn't done anything this preseason by the sounds of it. He's been struggling in practice, and Crichton was. Why is this? Crichton was not a big surprise either. He's done little for two years now. He was okay, but, but he was a name. Yep, uh... That's kind of why it's, you know, a little bit of a name. They ended up liking Joe Berger. Remember more, I was saying? What else was I saying? Ah, oh, stupid thing. Um, Gerald Sring again wraps this up with, wow, Sully didn't see that coming, I guess. And I kind of did and kind of didn't. And when he didn't play in the, the game on Sunday, it was kind of ominous to me. Uh, see if there's a few more posts here. I'm sure there are. Yep. Oh, no, that's only two more. That's good, both by Tony. So we can kind of... Get things going here. He's saying, I know they announced they signed Sorensen. Yeah, the Vikings did bring Sorensen back, which is funny. Cleared favors. Uh, Tony says, and then I saw this. I'm not sure Sanchez would do much for Minnesota at this point. It was like the Vikings are exploring a trade for Mark Sanchez. So, yeah, that's one of the other things. I was like, yep, there's still something here. Yep, because there's a lot of possibility of Sanchez. <laughs> and, yep, and a funny one. Uh, this has been going around a bit, but I'm glad Tony put this on here anyway because it's, you know, getting on my page, too, in case people hadn't seen it yet. But we're, uh, <laughs> the, the image where Peyton Manning sitting on a bus bench looking at a cell phone like, huh? And yeah, a 612 number, that's pretty funny. I'm just imagining the Vikings calling <laughs> for Peyton Manning. That would be kind of funny. Better, uh, better ingredients, better pizza, and better football. Papa John's. Oh gosh, there we go. That, that's. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Papa John's being a what you call it an advertiser though. I'd rather get money than pizza at this stage. <laughs> I like pizza, but yeah, well, you know, I don't like the after effects. You can fill the blanks in there. They don't make you. Doesn't make you feel the best. So, that wraps up Facebook. I, I'll check Twitter very briefly just in case. But as I'm trying to nudge that open, uh, those of you out there that are not from the uh, United States, you can you can uh, use the. Uh, voice recorders on your smartphone, smart devices. Record that. Email me at paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com, or even on the... And I'm getting another reply from Gerald on there, too. I'll get back to that just for the heck of it. But you can even use the uh, the call now button on the Facebook page. I'm not sure I explained this properly before. I just said on Facebook. No, on the Purple Mafia Facebook page, there's a call now button, which goes directly to that number. I believe through Facebook Messenger. So, again, you could be international or local and call into that as well. It'll go directly to the uh, um, the uh, TSS line, sportsstuff.com line, 209-736-7877. It would go directly through it. Dylan would get the message, and uh, there you go. So uh, just in case there's anything here, Dallas Dysonbach was saying, yep, I was just retweeting, kind uh, of passing on the news. So there you go. Um, okay. Yes. Today, this was, yep. Um, I don't think I read this on the last show. Yeah, no, I didn't, so I, I'll, I'll read it now. Good, I'm glad I came here. Thank God. Uh, Tanae was saying, not sure I might remember to tell you, but I love that Dennis Green show, Joey. It was great to hear about Vikings history, and I was telling him it really means a lot. Uh, he says, for someone with limited knowledge about the game and team, it was brilliant to hear it all. And thank you so much, Tanae. You have no idea how much that means to me. I mean, it, it really does. Um, history is something I love to talk about, and it's kind of my talent, you know, and I mentioned that on the last show, again, it's not about me bragging about anything, it's just, we all have our gifts, we're good at something, some people are really, are really good at art, some people are good at playing a guitar, that's your gift, right? My gift is I'm good at following history, and 
presenting it to you, presenting it to you. I'm just, that, that's my, that's what I'm good at. I have a great memory. So there you go. Um, there you go. Ultimately, thank you so much, uh, tonight and Vince for retweeting the show. You guys are just awesome. Thank you for passing it on. It just, you know, every little bit that people do for this show, it just means so much. And I, I appreciate you. And that's, that's why I come back behind the mic. That's why I'm here tonight, you know, tired after work late at night and I risking getting my hedge bit off. But this is important news, and, you know, when you host a show for eight freaking years, I think my listeners that have been loyal enough to this show deserve a little bit of a, a special show for the the big news that's taken place here. Um, that That's the whole point of this. That, that's why I'm here. So it's an extra, extra episode, and it's a little bit over a half hour. That's about right. So that's about what they usually are, sometimes 20 minutes, sometimes less. I'm certainly not here for trying to jump on the numbers, jump on the ratings, because you know what? Every every show, TV, radio, podcast, whatever, is talking about this. I don't think I'm going to get any type of ratings bump uh, at, at any kind. Oftentimes, these shows actually have less numbers. But again, that's I'm here for you, the listeners, and uh, because I know you love, you know, you're listening to the show for a reason. You want to hear what you, you want to hear my take on it. So, thank you very much again for for being loyal and uh, I, I i mean I, I feel an obligation to uh, come on here and give you my two cents about the situation so thanks again very much for that um uh, I, I got the shout outs in sebastian ball's purple press box do check that out very nice uh he'll have a show out at some point i gotta think but he had one recently on spreaker do check that out spreaker is the the, uh, the application for your uh, mobile device to listen to that show. So there you go. You don't have to sit on YouTube necessarily. You can, but you don't have to. That type of thing. Spreaker. It's speaker with an R, basically. So, which kind of confused me earlier. So there you go. Shoutouts are out. Thank you again. God bless you. And we'll be uh, back, hopefully, for a season preview. And if not, regular season uh, conversation. Till then, take care, everybody. And God bless Teddy Bridgewater.